I missed the 60s series. Are we recording now? Yeah, we're recording. Did I just ruin it? Yeah. All right. I'm like a... I missed the 60s series. Here comes Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to start again with that? No, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what thwipping sounds like. Those are you just w- spit all over the mic. That's the worst <laughs> web shooter sound I've ever heard. It's more like a. <laughs> I think it's more. I think that's probably the most accurate. That's all of a sudden a robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Iron Man, Spider Bot, Spider Bot. Is that? I'm just gonna make a sound that doesn't sound anything like it. I think the closest web you could get is. That's pretty close. The first. Okay, now you ruined it. Thank you for joining us on Onomatopoeia Cast. <laughs> Okay, and that's our review of Spider-Man. Uh, check us out next week. Yeah. I give uh, it three... Hello, Pilgrims. Three thwips. A possible four. Three thwips out of four thwips. Uh, welcome it. to... Just uh, hello, Pilgrim. Yeah. Flip it good. I also realized they say I reckon a lot in that game, and now it makes sense when we yeah, talked about it last week. saying I reckon. You guys did not stop saying I reckon. Anyways, welcome to the Slice Podcast, the Monday special featuring... Spider-Man. Featuring Spider-Man and also featuring... Daniel! You're not Daniel. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Dang it. I'm, I'm Shane. Thwipmaster Shane. Thwip it good. Uh, Paul Man. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. And, and Spider-Dan. I heard Paul Man. <laughs> Paul Man. A poor man. And Daniel. Spider-Dan. Hi. Spider-Dan. Produces Wait. podcasts. He's a man. So uh, yeah, it's been Surfs about the web. Four reviews <laughs> to our podcast. He's what? a cool dude. Watch oh, out! Here comes Daniel, man. Flip, 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 flip. We already established it was Spider Dan. This is awful. Shit. Sorry. I, I want to be in the Spider Verse or Spider Geddon. I don't. Spider Geddon's all awful so far. And a lot of those Spider Mans die. Oh, so are they Spider Man? I'd be okay with that. Yeah, they're Spider Man. There's a there's a series called Spider Man. They're more like Spider People. That's there what Spider Spider Man. I feel like we've said Spider Way more times than we should have already so far. But Spider Verse, the uh, the movie that's coming out, that's going to be based off of the Spider Man comic. Spider Man. Spider Man. Men. Yeah. Plural. With an e. Yes. At the Men. end, actually. Men's. Spider Man's. Who's Spider Man's? <laughs> Who's Spider Man's is this? Come get your Spider Man's. Yo, get your Spider Man's. Who's Spider Man's is this? Uh, yeah. So we're, today we're talking about Spider Man, obviously. Uh, Marvel Spider Man. Marvel Spider Man. For computer entertainment system. Yes, the the video game that we first experienced last month, two months ago. Sorry. Oh shit! It's been two months already. Oh my god. Oh shoot! It has. Yeah. September, that game is right? aged well. September seventh, I think it came out. Oh. Wow. Holy shit. It's aged well. Right. Two months later. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, we've been able to play... uh, Some of us have played the DLC already. Some of us are still struggling past the midway point of the story, which is fine. You're judging me. No, no, no. I'm looking at Paul, but I... Yeah, definitely you. It's a really good tutorial. It's... Yeah. Shane's still not done the tutorial. Guys, let me tell you, I figured out you press this left stick up to go forward. It's pretty great. Congratulations. As Peter Parker. (laughs) Is Peter Parker in this game? I haven't experienced him yet. Oh, God. I'm so upset. <laughs> Have we just doxed Spider-Man to the audience? Does this, does the audience know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, apologies to Spider-Parker. <laughs> I mean, Peter-Man. Shit, I mean, Peter-Man. Da- 
Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Peter Pan. Wait, what? <laughs> Apologies to Peter Pan. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to talk about Spider-Man today since two of us have beat it and uh, we've played the DLC through and we haven't seen the second and third <laughs> part of the DLC yet. I wish you could see how much Daniel is staring at me right now. I just want you to beat this fucking game. No more than usual, to be honest. Guys. It's just less admiration today and it's more like, hey, man. Guys, press R2 to shit. swing. Uh, That's okay. correct. So yeah, I mean, Paul and I have discussed it quite at length, as well as Gabby, who is out for this week, unfortunately. We miss you, Gabby, very Love much. You. And you could have talked about this. And eh, we I could do without him. Oh. Let me just say, though, on a Spider-Man scale, Gabby made the Spider-Man choice. So shout out to Gabby. He did. Shout out to Gabby for making the responsible... Your friendly neighborhood spider, Gabby. With great power comes great... Responsibility. Responsibility. 10 out of 10 spider dad. Yeah. Uh, and husband. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thoughts on uh, on Spider Man? I mean, let's start with Shane because Shane has experienced the least amount of story here. What are your impressions <clears throat> so far, Spider Shane? And then we'll uh, we'll the take guy it home. Who didn't finish the game. <laughs> Listen to me complain, Spider Shane. No, I don't have any real big complaints about this game. Oh, thank God, I was yeah. gonna fight you physically. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I played. I'm about fifty five percent done. Um, I had to take a break because Red Dead Redemption came out and before that Forza came out. So it pushed me a little bit behind on where I wanted to be. And we went to Europe in the middle of this game coming out. So I kind of disconnected from it for a little bit. And it's Which little... Spider-Man was filming while we were in Europe in the city that yeah. we were in while we were in Europe. So there you go. There it's kind of poignant that you Forza was one of the games that like sidetracked you because you ended up in Italy while you guys were in Europe. No, Forza's in Forza's UK. in Britain. Yeah, but Forza is an Italian word. No. Yes, it is. Yeah. Forza. As an Italian person, I feel like I can. You're not an Italian. I'm person. not Italian. He's got an Are Italian you? headband oh, like... in his hair right now, so he's he right now he is the the authority. I'm pretty the sure the resident th- Italian authority. I'm pretty sure this is a Thai headband. Why would you wear a tie on your head? Like from Taiwan? From Thailand. Oh. Okay. If you were from Taiwan, oh, we're getting sidetracked. Anyways, <laughs> to be from Taiwan would make you Taiwanese. No, I know. I'm teasing but, you. Well, well Forza is an Italian word, <laughs> okay. is it not? Yes, I, it is. I Anyways, sidetracked this whole thing. Spots Apologies. on Spider-Man. Spots, the spots, spots. God damn it. And thoughts on Spider-Man. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good game. It's engaging. My problem is the way that I played Spider-Man was wrong. In an open world game, it's hard to think that there's a wrong way to play it. But I feel like I... Did all the backpack quests. I took pictures of all the landmarks. I did everything that you're supposed to do throughout the game because it was unlocked at that point. I did everything so early that now I'm trying to get through the storyline and and I'm avoiding the side quests because I've spent so much time in side quests and not enough time in the story that kind of bit me in the ass a little. So, you know, looking back on it, I wish I would have played more of the story, less of the side and done the side as it comes rather than trying to force it. Um, Forza it? Forza it, exactly. Not an Italian word. But the the game is beautiful. It is the graphic, like graphically speaking, it is fantastic. Um, It has a lot of great humor. It is kind of, I know you guys are going to shoot me in the face for this, but it's kind of repetitive. Most games get repetitive when they're open world at playing for a long period of time. Uh, And when I say repetitive, I just mean like, go and clear the base, clear the base, get the story isn't. The side quests are, which is to be expected in a game. I don't think I so like. I actually agree with you. I think I, I similarly played it. Um, there is no wrong way to play an open world game, but I do think a game like this 
if you aren't pacing yourself for the story missions, then you can do a lot of the side stuff and it can feel kind of like a grind. So as I was getting, I think it was around the 70 or 80% mark. I hadn't done some crimes. I hadn't done some of the, like the, the strongholds and stuff like that. And I actually felt similar to Shane and it felt a little bit like a grind. And this was with me, uh, like I enjoyed the story a lot in this game. It's probably one of my favorite uh, video game stories that have been told in general. Mind you, I'm biased because Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters, but, um, but I, no, I, I definitely feel that there was a lot of points in this game where I was doing missions and I probably shouldn't have gone completionist all at once just because I could do all the backpacks doesn't mean I should have done all the backpacks initially. I feel like it would have been nice to have that uh, unravel gradually rather than doing it all at once. Um, and then I think just from a pacing perspective, like I said, I, I, I would do that for a couple of hours and then I would play a story mission. And so it felt kind of broken. So I'm excited to dive back into it and do a uh, new game plus with just focusing on the main narrative and seeing how that's told uh, without breaking it up with these long bouts of me just kind of, you know, going around the city and doing some, not all, but some repetitive tasks um, and not spending seven or eight hours in photo mode the way that I did the first playthrough, which was, don't get me wrong, awesome. But again, it was one of those things where it kind of took me out of, uh, it took me out of the pacing a little bit. Um, but other than that, I don't think the pacing was, there was any pacing issues with the game. I just think that yeah. if you choose to play it the way that myself or Shane played it, you kind of break the pace for you, yourself. Yeah. So I, it's not a complaint about the game. It's a complaint about the way the, that the, I played the, play the game. Style. Yeah. I think I wish, my wish was that <clears throat> they had, and I get why it's not because it ties into villains that you meet and arch nemesis, et cetera, et cetera. But I wish more of the side stuff was available off the jump. Rather than having me think like, oh, I should do all the backpacks because it's going to progress me better. And then I look at it and I am do all the backpacks. And then it's like, oh, now you have research stations. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm going to go do all the research. Sta- oh, now you have Catwoman's like lookout. Oh, now I'm going to, I wish it was just all there and I could just do it. Like, I think that's something that some o- other games lend a little bit more well to. Like, it's a little bit better that way because you get more variety early in the game. But the way that the narrative in the game unravels, it only makes sense to have it that way. So it's not a knock against the game. It's designed to be that way. It just, for me, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's great, but I wish I went into it with a different strategy or attitude. I think coming out of gear, God of War kind of changed the way that I played that game right off the start. Cause I really loved God of War. I would argue that I think the game does do a little bit of that. Cause there is a point in the story where you like at some point, once you hit a certain narrative point, all of that stuff is available and it's fairly early on. I think the thing is, is that traversal in that game is such a joy and the way the world is designed means that you're always pretty close to one of those new things. Like if you get a backpack, you're pretty close to another backpack and swinging around and getting access to more stuff and more trivia about Spider-Man and getting more into the world is so compelling that you go after it. You feel compelled to keep going after it. The whole repetitive thing didn't necessarily jive with me though. That's one place I think I I disagree pretty pretty vehemently with a lot of people about the game. Really? Yeah, like the, I get that there isn't like there isn't a huge like there isn't an incredible variety of different things you do. Ultimately, you kind of go through a set of things like you're Spider-Man and you're going to do Spider-Man things and Spider-Man things means you're going to, you know, you bust drug deals, you stop car chases, um you're going to go through each of those like each of those research stations is pretty dramatically different like types of tasks and things like that but i think ultimately because traversal is a big part of that i guess it can feel the same but i think the game is 
the game makes it so easy for you to put in long long stretches of it and that you don't want to break away from it i think it can feel repetitive in that same way that you just sort of like i don't want to stop doing this but realistically when you look at the sort of things that are repetitive in Spider-Man, it's like these are repetitive in every game. Yeah. What do you do yeah. in a racing game? Well, I race. What do you do in a shooting game? Like, well, I get into a match and I shoot people. The dynamics of those things change, you know, from from event and instance to instance in the same way they change from, you know, different like car chases. You might bust three car chases, but those encounters are going to vary in such a way as per how you handle them, what part of the city you handle them. You're never really going to do the car chase on the same part of New York. Yeah. So it's going to change a little bit. I think, I, I mean, again, I, I go back to, I don't think, I think the way that I played it made it feel more repetitive rather than it being more repetitive. Because I actually think story-wise, you know, if you draw the parallel to another open world game, a lot of open world games are longer than Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man at no point ever felt daunting or like no. over overwhelming in the yeah. same way that Red Dead does, for oh, example. 100%. Um, but I like that. Like I, I, I mean, I talk about this pretty often with a couple of, of different gaming friends is that, you know, having a game that's only 20 to 30 hours long, potentially like 35 for Spider-Man. I enjoy that because that's actually a digestible amount of time. I can beat it within a reasonable amount of time without sinking my entire life into playing that game. And that's actually something that I really loved about Spider-Man was that in the moments that, um, I played it because I beat it over the course, I think, of like three days. It wasn't very long for me to get through the entire story. Um, I just, I felt compelled to complete all of this stuff before I had finished the main narrative. And then to me, the repetitiveness of the game came out more because I was doing the same things over a stretch of time instead of breaking it up. Yeah. So again, it's not that the it's game the is repetitive. Yeah. It's it's the way that I absorbed the side quests that made it feel repetitive to me. If that wasn't the case, then I feel like I would probably have a different opinion on it. So I see your perspective. I just think if you'd played it like similar to the play style that I have, I think you might have a little bit of a different um, take on on how repetitive it felt at certain parts. But I, that is not a knock on Insomniac or the game itself. It's more I wish I had played it differently. And again, I'm going to go back to it with New Game Plus and and I'll be able to feel, I think, the pacing a little bit uh, better now that I don't do the same thing that I did the first time or make the same errors that I felt the, the, that I felt I did the first time. But yeah, I don't. I mean, you're right. I think I think you know, in the same way that Red Dead is immersive, uh, Spider-Man immerses you in New York City pretty well. Like it's 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 what does Spider-Man do throughout the course of the day? He stops crimes as petty as they may be. It's a, a robbery of a small little shop on 42nd Street, but also you know he's. He's fighting some of his most major foes uh, in in much bigger set pieces, but it, it does really put you in the in the in the shoes of Spider Man or in the shoes of Peter Parker in the boots of Spider Man um, in a, in a really compelling way because you do feel like what you're doing is actually taking care of the citizens of New York City. Um, the the only other knock that I have really on the city itself is it looks absolutely gorgeous, but it just felt kind of. Um, it felt vacant. Like yes. it, there's, it felt full of people. Like there's a lot of people walking around, but I felt in very few cases, I I'd felt the desire to go down and, and actually see what was going on on street level other than if it was to do a, uh, you know, take care of a crime, uh, uh, stop a robbery or whatever. Other open world games that have been that, uh, that have been that scale have gotten, I think the NPCs a little bit more narratively involved in this game. You would see the same character wearing the same like mock New York Jets jersey or whatever every couple of streets, and that kind of took me out of it. And at that point, I didn't really want to be on street level anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and that's more of like a knock on 
what they did with the actual city itself, but that's just, uh, I mean, that's probably resolvable if they're taking care of this, you know, on a sequel or on newer hardware. I imagine they'll be able to generate a lot different NPCs for you to interact with in the game. That's something they could probably even handle through patches and things like that. But in any case, like to your point, how often do you how often do you really spend like on the street level of that game? You're usually swinging and you're up in the skies. But you don't you don't walk as Spider Man. You're traversing yeah, and web slinging right? as Spider Man, yeah. so it's not a big. But it's not a big deal, that right? Trophy you get for walking around and talking to people, high fiving people yeah. and interacting with them. Yeah, there's a lot of dialogue for that. Oddly enough, I just found that sometimes the the actual people in the game the uh like the npcs and stuff like that you see a lot of twins and triplets and quadruplets and a lot of the same dialogue over and over again i mean again there's only so much you can do but like you said you're not spending too much time on the ground walking around you're swinging you're running along the building you're jumping over the roof i like the touch of like you know, when you try and fast travel, he's on the subway train texting on his phone beside a guy. Generally, I someone you the, just saw. Yeah, the cutscenes are great. Yeah, they are like that's so great. Nice. Like that, if that's like Sunset Overdrive to me, like that's what they did. So Insomniac did so well with Sunset Overdrive was like when you died and came back, they gave you like a unique way to respawn into yeah. the world. Yeah, it was that humor, and then this is that same humor translated in a in a mundane, common task, which is everybody wants fast travel. What do you show during a fast travel scene? They, I think they did it perfectly. Like Red Dead, they show the sky. I'm like, why are you showing me the clouds moving? Like, mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then this game is like, yeah, we're going to show you something that's kind of humorous, but also relates to where you're at in the story and will evolve throughout the game, which I think is really smart and really underrated, I think. is Especially great. considering that in this game, I think fast travel is as unappealing as it possibly could be. Like, if the, the whole feeling, and I think this would be something worth talking about, is just how tight and how good the experience of being Spider-Man in this game is. Like, you don't want to fast travel in this game because swinging around and, like, flying through, ta like, flying through towers, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It feels so good to just swing around. I could imagine myself, and you know what? I've probably done this a couple times where I've loaded up the game, Throw on a podcast. Even then, I don't keep the podcast on long because J. Jonah Jameson comes on and he's entertaining. Yeah. When you just swing through New York City and it feels great. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, I can kind of relate to that because when we came back from said trip where it got chained to not play it anymore, um, I came back and the first night that I was back, I just swung for like maybe 15 or 20 minutes. And that is a pretty cool element because if I think back to like the 90s series of Spider-Man, he used to talk about like getting his mind off of things or clearing his head by going out for a web swing. And I actually kind of felt like that translated to me as a gamer. I'd be like, oh, I just want to relax for 15 minutes. Let me just swing around in this game and do a couple of like prevent a couple of crimes or whatever. And it actually felt like it still feels fun. I've beat, I've played almost 40 hours of this game and I'm still going back to it every so often just being like, I want to swing around for a bit and it's beautiful and I'm going to toy around with photo mode for a couple of minutes or whatever. Um, but it does. Yeah, it did an excellent, excellent job. Um, hats off to Naughty Dog for doing, not Naughty Insomniac. Dog, sorry, Insomniac for doing what they did with the traversal system because, man, is it does it fucking feel good. It feels awesome. There's something very meditative about it, you know, the, the idea of swinging because you have that sort of like that inhale as like you coast through the air and then you reach that apex and then, you know, the character flings forward. It's just, it almost simulates 
breath and it's just calming to look at and it's calming to know that you have a this is the most philosophical moment on any other podcast ever that motion feels so good and i would be i would be shocked if this wasn't part of like insomniac's research when they were looking at how to design a traversal and web swinging system in this game was how does the motion feel like how how is the sense of velocity and speed and yeah, I think velocity is actually that one capsule word is what is the sense of velocity as your Spider-Man swinging through? Yeah, yeah. And I think you feel it a lot when you're uh, when you're turning corners and stuff like that, like that momentum shift of, uh, you know, swinging down one street for an extended period of time versus mm-hmm. turning a really, really sharp corner. You feel the momentum change with Spider-Man and then also like letting go of your web at a certain point while you're swinging will project you forward in a different way than if you see that web all the way through. Like there's little things like that that are really cool about the physics of the game. And as good as web swinging has felt in the past in certain Spider-Man games, it never quite feels the way that this does. Like it's not it's not nearly as tight as as it does feel in this where it feels like they've actually perfected it. Um you know, I think about games like Shattered Dimensions or Web of Shadows or even Spider-Man 2, which is considered like the the grail of Spider-Man like games. Um, it's it, this feels better than any of those games and Spider-Man 2 I feel like you know a lot of people hold it to this really really high standard but if you compare it to a game like Marvel's Spider-Man now I think that this is you know other than the fact that it's not a movie tie-in game it's wholly original and it's an original take on Spider-Man it feels like it's the best Spider-Man game that I've ever played bar none like there's nothing that's come close to it uh, thus far Something that uh, sticks out to me was during the pre-release of the game, uh, the producer of the game, which is a former writer for EGM, Brian Intihar, would constantly go back to this same snippet, this line where they were comparing Spider-Man to an athlete entering his prime. And I feel like that was, I feel like that was particularly apt. And I really get why they went back to the same tagline. Cause when you start off the game, you feel pretty powerful right away. And you yeah, you're tenured a, in Spider-Man, right? right? Like you've been in you've been in the Spider-Man, and you definitely suit for add years. more gadgets and abilities. But I really found that the more as you play at the game, the more as you play the game, and you get better at it. Like the game feels so much better now that I've started playing through the new game plus. Even though like I've upped the difficulty, even though I have more more abilities, I just feel like my ability to play that game has gotten so much better and it makes it so much more satisfying it's like i've gone through repetition after repetition the same way like if you are if you play soccer if you play hockey you play any sport you get better at skating you get better at your free kicks you get better at jumping uh shooting free throws unless you're shack unless you're shack um at which point you only get better at bringing down baseboards (laughs) baseboards well Backboards. Backboards. <laughs> ah, you don't get better at. Maybe you get better at sporting analogies the more you go on making podcasts. I can only hope. <laughs> but the more you play the game, I think the better Spider-Man gets. Like I would be really interested to see what your perception of Spider-Man is going to be like in the coming weeks when you revisit it, Shane. Because I think the more you play Spider-Man, the better you get at it. The better this game is going to feel to you. Like you may enter a space where you want to do that same car chase each time because you're like. I'm so good at stopping these guys. Like, I'm so good at flying through New York, hanging by a string, and dodging bullets, and then pressing triangle, and just zipping on and catching these guys. Yeah, I think um, I think that the... 
the idea of it being like something that you can kind of practice. Uh, same thing in my new game plus that I briefly started was I think Shane was sitting next to me. And when I did it, I was like, this feels really good. Like it feels not as hard as I thought it would be. And Shane's like, yeah, fucking course you have all of the powers that you would have had at the end of the game. And you're facing like the first, um, like spot of bad guys. But it, it, it wasn't just that I had more powers available to me. It was also like, I just was more accustomed to like, um, like, you know, like web zipping to like a, uh, you know, uh, a pole or something like that in order to, to, to traverse, traverse off of that. And then, get a guy that had like a rocket launcher like that just felt more natural because of how often I've played the game or how how much I've used that particular mechanic in in the game in my first playthrough so yeah it'd be interesting to kind of see where Shane's at with that because um obviously he hasn't gone back to it in a while so I wonder if it actually feels oh, like second true. nature I went back to it when Red Dead came right the night before Red Dead came out that's like five six days ago seven days ago two weeks ago <laughs> So a month ago. It's like three, four days ago. I mean, like but two I played weeks it, ago. I played it recently. Okay, I've conflated you've so it many then. different time periods right now that I totally don't even know what time Do you it is feel, right Okay, now. so when you went back to it, did you feel like you had taken a break from it or did it feel pretty natural to come back to? <clears throat> Traversal felt great. Like that's not, you know. Like riding a bike kind of thing? Like yeah, you just got back into riding doing a web it? kind of sure. thing. Sure. Call me a swinger. Um, <laughs> you know, like remembering to press X right before you hit something and then that momentum gets you you know, that bonus in your um, spider mana. What, what's that called again? Are you referring to like spider the trick mana? system? That's awesome. <laughs> like Spider-Man RPG, you yeah, get your spider, spider mana. mana. You're talking about like when you fly through the sky your and you focus, can do tricks. When you gain your focus. focus. Yeah, your focus. No, not when you do tricks. Like when you're traversing, if you want to get a speed boost, you can press X in oh, the, the air. Oh, the point launch. Or yeah, or right before you hit the ground, you press X and then boom, you shoot off, you know, and then you flip right off of that and you get your web but that felt great insomniac should bring you on to do the sound effects i'm, the I'm glad i'm available to do sound effects <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> but just going back to that part right how crazy is it that in this game there is a mechanic they like web swinging is so well thought out you can launch to certain points you can enter dives there is a whole very complicated web system that never feels complicated there's a point where you can oh well i can just latch on to something here and then you can press x at the right time and you push forward and it sounds super complicated if i start to make a very technical explanation of what you're doing when you execute the point launch but when you're actually doing it it seems simple as hell it feels kind of like I you're mean, on rails when you're swinging at some yeah. point. It's like it feels automatic. But that you're, you're not because you not. have full control. You, still, yeah, you yeah. decide when Spider-Man dives. There's the trick system where you can decide when Spider-Man's going to roll. Is he going to roll forward, backwards, but sideways? the trick system, I feel like, is something it's that they added in. It's that's, simple. It's not necessary. It's, it's, an, it's something there that's there for you to... Oh, I don't know. Do, like I leveled up big time just doing I, tricks all around. Maybe that again. I'm playing the game wrong. I don't know. But for me, I I do a somersault and I'm like, cool. I wish I could do something. Oh, I could tilt my stick for. Oh, I could tilt my stick to the side. Well, I think, like, here's I the think cool it, thing. part of it is just like Spider Man has fun doing those things. Like those are fun things to do. If you were Spider Man, you if you were you know, off jumping off of a skyscraper, you'd probably be like, yeah, I want to take a fucking somersault or I want to do a barrel roll through the air. Like that seems very fun to do. I want to dive into a fight. I don't want to yeah. just swing and fall in. I want to go in head first and like mess these guys up. Yeah. Side note though, with that trick system, like it isn't the most, it isn't the most expansive thing. Ultimately, I think there's probably like four or maybe four to six different tricks. And there's like some that are, I think side side go. on the D pad. There's up, one down, called Dragon Roll, and which is if you do one like three times in a row. Always makes me hungry. <laughs> um, 
But when you go through, like, if you're going on the way to a mission and you're doing those tricks along the way, you're building up focus. And I can't tell you how many times I went into an encounter with full three bars of focus because I was doing tricks the entire way. And going into any tough encounter with three bars of focus means like, all right, I can now execute a chain of finishers and you guys are done because I'm Spider-Man. And nothing feels more like Spider-Man than going down and busting up thugs and looking good doing it. I wish you didn't say up the thugs. I wish you just finished your sentence. Going down and busting. We're going to save the busting jokes for the Ghostbusters podcast. Oh, I hope we do Ghostbusters. Don't cross webs. Don't don't Uh, cross the streams. And remember, busting will make you feel good. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, going back to the original question before everything, the combat system felt a little like I had to get back into it. I had to cook back into the, like, you know, it's like square, triangle, circle, square, triangle, circle, square, circle, go under. And then web sling, web sling, grab like the, the missile. Like the dodging mechanic and all that yeah, kind of like, stuff. Yeah. Like each enemy has its unique style in which you're supposed to fight them based on what they are. Are they a tank? Are they a whatever? Are they like... Do they have a shield? Do they have, a, they shield? have a bigger guy? Yeah. yeah. Do, what abilities should I use? When should I use them? Like to, you know, leverage that in a fight. It took a little bit to get back into that part, but... I Once mean, you do that, God of War feels good, right? What? It's that's the thing though, is like third person action, like that is with every third person action game. Like you deal with different enemy types who fit within archetypes, but you know, there's modifiers here or there. So you have brutes that have guns, brutes that have energy weapons. So in that same way you make those choices with gadgets, right? I mean but what I'm saying isn't a I'm not complaining about it right oh, okay. the question was did it feel natural to get back into it not and you were saying did you find an yeah. issue with it right so it's a different flow i'm sure you're gonna get back into it and be great I, well i did get back into it all i'm saying is that like traversal fantastic no problem right back into it that combat system took me some time to get back into it just to remember the patterns in which i have to hit my buttons to ensure that i'm you know trying to keep that combo to bring up my focus and then i can do my finisher you know, do the back-to-back finisher. I unlock that. Grab the guy's gun out of his hand. Trying to remember how to do that. Like there was a little bit of a disconnect. But once I, you know, went back in and viewed the unlocked move list, and reviewed what I had, I was, it was okay. Well, yeah. I think what's cool is, you know, it kind of bridged together what you just said with what Paul was saying earlier about traversal. Is that it? It's it's deceptively simple seeming, but it's not all that simple when you actually get to play the game a little bit more and dive into it. I mean, we've we talked about like little aspects of the game, but overall, just kind of you know taking a step back, like this is my game of the year. This was, I loved God of War. I think objectively, God of War will likely, um, probably you know win the award, or it might be the favorite going into things like uh, you know the video game awards or or year endless. I feel like God of War will be there just because it's been a long time since we've seen God of War as a franchise, and it came back in a in a in a capacity that we really haven't seen it before. Um, but I, I really do think that, uh, you know, as somebody that enjoys the Spider-Man character and the fact that they reinvented Peter Parker, Miles, MJ, a whole bunch of different characters for this universe specifically, it felt really cool. And, uh, Paul and I have talked about this and Shane and I have talked about this as well Is I think it's the best take on Spider-Man that we've probably ever seen because it's even, there for sure. even with comics, like his story gets convoluted because it gets passed off from one writer to another writer. And so that there's moments where you have really, really good, um, sustained storylines of Spider-Man followed by some really, really bad ones. But, um, I think this game, obviously it's not a comic series, but it really, because of the length of it really gives you the opportunity to 
um, have it kind of be a slow burn and not feel like it needed to be rushed in the same way that some of the films have felt in the past. This really took the time to explore Peter. It took the time to explore Peter's dynamic with MJ. It took the time to explore Peter's eventual dynamic with Miles. And then, you know, also with Martin Lee and with Aunt May, like it's just this web, no pun intended, of, of different relationship building with different characters that we're all familiar with from the Spider-Man universe, but in a way that we haven't seen them um, uh, bound together before. And that's what I really, really loved is that Marvel gave Insomniac the creative freedom to basically say, reboot Spider-Man in the video game world how you see fit. So um, the other the other side is that they also stayed very true to Spider-Man's origins in that, you know, all the villains in this game have faced Spider-Man before. They've, um, you know, they, they've developed over time. Some of the backpacks reveal things like the previous iterations of like Rhino's suit, for example, or like Electro's suit. That's really cool that they took the, the fundamental part that makes us all love Spider-Man um, from when we have and brought some modernness to it. And then that even translates to the suit with the web spy or with the white spider starts in the classic suit ends up in this cool suit that we've never seen before, just because they gave insomniac that ability to, 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 um, take on the property and do whatever the hell they wanted with it. So, um, that was awesome. That was really cool. They definitely did right by him. Yep, for sure. One um, thing I'm kind of excited to see cause now going into it, the, the first bit of DLC, the, of the heist, for the New York City Never Sleeps pack has come out. Um, that now, like, it folds perfectly into the the story. So going back into this now, Shane, you're going to be able to start playing this game with all the DLC as well. So I'm interested to see how that's going to work out for you because everyone, the rest of us have already completed the game. So you're going to be able to start playing this this story with Black Cat before even finishing the game as well. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll probably, to be honest with you, by the time I get back to this game, there'll probably be more than one DLC pack out. Well, that's what I'm, I even told, yeah. I think Gabby on New the York last City podcast. New York City needs you, Shane. Well, I'm going to New York next year. It's, I'll be there. I no, think but I they told, need you now. That's fair. I think I told Gabby on the last podcast that like, um, the, the City Never Sleeps DLC, I would almost say wait until it's all out to play it rather than playing it, you know, chapter by chapter because it, it was fun to play. It was fun to go back to, but it's, it really is just one part of the story. There's a very clear cliffhanger that is waiting on part two and part three. And I mean, who I'm not hundred percent sure if all of them are going to be completely based around uh, black cat. Um, but it definitely leaves uh, the story on a very, very open thread. So uh, I don't think you're actually doing any detriment by going back and playing it after all three are out. In fact, I think it might be the better way to, um, you know, what we talked about earlier, pace yourself and play the game at your pace rather than going by what the developers are releasing it at. Um, so, yeah, I think you'll I think December is when it's slated to get its third piece of DLC. We're probably going to hear about the second part this month uh, relatively soon. Um, and then we'll hear about part three in December. And then I think that's it for Spider-Man DLC. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting, dude. It, 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 the game is it's a great game. I, I don't know. I just haven't beat it yet. I'm sorry. I, let I you want to guys talk down. about spoilery stuff, and well, I can't. Well, I'm glad we're not because we have the like a Spider-Man spoiler cast. We can do a, spo- a spoiler cast. Yeah, once, but when when you beat it, let's come back to it, and the four of us can all talk about how we felt about the entire story. Four, okay. huh? Oh, right, Gabby. Is Gabby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's like, I replaced him. Who are you talking about? Uh, I am Gabby. I am, I, I am group. This is Gabby Sabahi here. I am. 
Your Pabby. Shirt, your shirt is odd, so you're definitely not Gabby. Give me just yeah. a second here. Oh, God, no. Oh, it's different Those when we see pants. I don't yeah. mind seeing you shirtless with Gabby. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind seeing you shirtless. I actually quite enjoy it. All right. Um, yeah, we'll do a spoiler cast where we can talk about the story a little bit more. I think really quickly, to sum it up, this story was the best part of this game. I was... And I think that's my problem. So good. I ate the potatoes, but I missed the steak. And I need to go back for the steak, I think, is my issue. And that's the worst. What? To not eat the steak. Yeah, I'm 100% on board with your analogy. Okay. You went to a steak dinner and only ate the potatoes. I am Irish, so potatoes do draw, you know, quite the amount of attention to me. So it's, uh, it was tough. So, I mean, I'll go back for the steak, I'm sure. Just don't microwave it. Microwave steak is always disappointing. Ah, we've done too much in this analogy. In any case, has this been has this been your neighbor, friendly neighborhood uh, Monday slice? Yeah, let's uh, we'll wrap up for now. We'll come back to this once uh, once the four of us want to talk about it uh, a little bit more openly with the story and stuff like that. But it gets the giant uh, game of the year, my favorite game of the year for me. Um, I think Paul, you've also given it the same crown. Game uh, of the yeah, year. Def- definitely. And then we'll, uh, we'll get Gabby's take on it as well. And then when Shane, uh, goes through all the DLC, I guess we'll come back to it and we'll yeah. see how that goes. We'll probably do a game of the year podcast at yeah. the end of the year, and yeah. then we'll talk about it more in depth and we'll kind of analyze yeah. all the different games that we've played I'm, this year. I'm hesitant to call it game of the year so far, but we'll see. Well, yeah, I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. <laughs> finish the story. I said, do flip it, it. Dun, now. Dun, 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 flip it good. Dun, dun. Shane's not going to be on the Wednesday or the Friday special because he's going to be finishing this game for the rest of the week. The slice. I don't like this. Check us out on uh, on Instagram. Check us out on uh, Twitter. Uh, check rate us out us. on. Shout out to Magna Destroyer for the rating. Great rating. Yeah, we've got five reviews now, and they're all five stars. My mother owns awesome. five iTunes accounts. <laughs> I think my mom may have actually rated us. She gave us a one, and she yeah, says your audio quality star. on the last podcast yeah. was not great. Ugh. But let us know. She was brutally honest. It was awesome. She this... also marked all the times I said like on the Friday. What was special? your tally? If she filled up a whole notepad, oh, it wasn't. Here's the thing. I'm gonna give you some, uh, some, some good advice. Some good reflection this reflection. week. There was you did not say like in any extensive stretch this week. I tried really hard today, guys. Well, you did great. Thanks. You should be proud. Thanks, guys. Yeah. See, mom. Oh wait, this got serious. <laughs> All right, we're done okay. for this episode. Check us out on the website. Check us out on social media, Twitter, Instagram. We actually changed our our Instagram and our Twitter handles uh, at the beginning of last week, so the slice underscore media is no longer it. It's now at the slice to. I like um, that better. On all different uh, social media platforms, and also our site is live, so the slice dot media will take you right to the RSS feed um, for the podcast, and you can check us out on wherever you listen to podcasts. That is live right now. In the uh, interweb. Yeah. Slide into our DMs. We'll see you guys on the them. Wednesday special. And we're going to be talking about uh, when is it too early to start seeing Christmas shit? It's too early already, in my opinion. But we'll talk more about it Save on Wednesday. That. Bye. Bye.